You are listening to the Simple Self-Care Podcast by Naturally Randy Kay, a show dedicated to taking good care through connecting with the natural rhythms of the seasons and your own inner wisdom. I created this podcast to show you that self-care is more than a buzzword and a good intention. It's a vital tool for your healing journey that can fit beautifully into your everyday life. Join me as we explore the nature within and remind ourselves that we are our wisest healer. Welcome to the final episode of season three. And this is a special episode because I answer some listener questions about summer self-care stuff like body image issues. Yes, the struggle is real. (laughs) How not to overcommit to all of the exciting events this summer and what my own self-care game plan is for the next few months. But first, kind of along that line, (laughs) I want to share some important announcements about this podcast and what I'm bringing up next. If you've been listening along this season, you know that it's been an odd winter slash spring time for me. And from what I hear, I'm not alone in this. It seems like we've all had our own version of this oddness with unexpected challenges thrown our way. But the thing about challenges is that it's a great time for growth and course correcting, good or bad. It's all very valuable learning. So for me, my biggest takeaway from all of this and from this past season is that I can't do all of the things. Surprise. (laughs) It's funny that in a world where there is more connection than ever, that we can still feel so alone and like we have to do everything alone. We're alone in our struggles, in our victories, in our jobs, even in our relationships. I was trying so hard to stay on top of every nook and cranny of running my business online and in my brick and mortar healing studio. And I do everything in regards to this podcast by myself. I was trying to stay on top of my home life on my own, even though I have a great partner in that area and even manage my own physical and mental health, just trying to stay on top of that. The truth is that I was afraid. I didn't even know how to ask for help, especially when it comes to those internal matters. And it's, it's interesting because I'm in the business of being the person people go to for help. So I got a few wake up calls and some very loving nudges that in fact, I'm not alone and how I was operating was completely silly and not very wise and being in community. That means giving and receiving is really important. So part of that journey, as you may know from previous episodes, was easing up on the podcast a bit and taking more time with producing each episode. And that went really well for me. I hope it was okay for you. So the announcement is uh, I've decided to take the summer off from podcasting. I was originally going to do a summer season, but I care a lot about this podcast. 
I care about what is sent into your precious ears and I want to make sure I can be all in with it and it's going to be giving you the most value. So I'll be taking some time to hire a podcast editor, which will be fun, (laughs) and set up a Patreon so I can, yes, pay that editor, but also I think it'll be a cool way for us to connect and I can provide even more for you, more support from each episode. And I'm hesitant to say this because I'm still not 100% sure I'm doing it, (laughs) but I might rebrand the podcast. Yes, with a new name and everything. And so we'll see. When I first started this podcast, I really didn't have much of a goal with it. I had a message to share and it sounded like fun. And that that was about it. And thanks to all of you, it's growing so much. So I'm, I'm ready to really make it a thing, if that makes sense. So I'm going to take some space to do that. Other announcement. I'm also going to be taking a break from the social medias. I'm not quite sure how that one's going to look yet, but I find with my empathic and people-pleasing ways, I am a recovering people-pleaser, sometimes social media can keep me from my own inner wisdom and getting my own clarity on things. And while I love social media, and I know that's weird to say because it gets a bad rep, but I really love being able to communicate with people all over the world. But since what I'm brewing next is so extremely important to me, and hopefully it will be to you too, I need some time to think and ponder and go within as much as I can. So yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll be still popping in on my Instagram probably from, from time to time. But the best way to stay in touch with me is through my weekly newsletter. And because I'll be spending less time on everything else, I can spend more time there. And it's funny because I, I, before this podcast or anything, I had this newsletter that has been going on for many years. And so I'm kind of excited for it to go to have a season where I'm just going back to writing you all and communicating that way. You'll be getting weekly self-care insights from me there. Or if you haven't signed up yet, just go to my website, naturallyrandyk.com slash newsletter, and you can opt in there. And I'm also going to be getting back to my blog. I don't know. I, I just am craving some of these more like the written word of, of communicating and teaching. So, and that's maybe a spoiler alert for what I'm, I'm brewing next, but yeah, newsletter, blog, That's where I'm going to be the most this summer. So please hang out with me there. I'd love to hear from you. And also you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. So you can be the first to know when I'm back podcasting around the end of August. Okay. (sighs) Okay. I'm kind of scared (laughs) to be taking a break, but I feel it in my bones and I hope you will still be around when I come back from the wilderness. All right, now back to you and your questions. And thank you for all of those that reached out. I I do really love hearing from you. And I chose these three questions to answer because they seemed like a common theme amongst all of you. So here we go. MJ from Instagram asks, 
How can we better learn to accept our bodies in a world that seems to demand perfection? (sighs) Yes, the whole summer bod situation. We're all feeling it. It's been a winter. We've got some extra love. (laughs) And it it is kind of scary showing your arms again for the first time in months. But the main gist is that to not let insecurities or outside chatter influence our ability to really enjoy this time of year. So first I want to address the phrase, in a world that seems to demand perfection. This is interesting phrasing because seems and demand and perfection are all speculation. You get to choose what world you want to live in. If you're going to give in to that or not. And because you are always thinking that you need to be perfect, you can never break that thought cycle. We are bombarded constantly with messaging and that is a real thing. And I don't want to discredit that, but it's also very powerful to be able to look at that and choose not to agree with it. This is a huge practice of self-love and a practice in your own language with yourself. You get to love up on your body, talk to it, show up for it, take care of it. And that alone goes a long way. For me, I've always struggled with body image and it's silly. When I look back on pictures of myself, I, I don't get it, (laughs) but I, I'm fair skinned and I grew up in a time where that wasn't attractive. And I have always been a little bit curvier than my friends. And Um, you know, I've had times where in fifth grade, even I stayed home from the end of year water park adventure because I didn't, I was insecure even at that young age. So I've really had to work on it. Even now I'm actually the, the heaviest I've ever been. And it's been an interesting experience of still choosing to love up on my body and recognize what I really love about it and how hard it works for me. And then also try to make efforts to get it back to where I feel the best in my body, not necessarily how much I weigh. So I hear you is what I'm trying to say. But so what I'm sharing is, is what I've, I've used and what I'm striving for. Another thing to just recognize is that our summer clothes get to be tools for the fun things that we get to do instead of a way to like shame ourselves. There was a yoga for all certification training I just did, which I highly recommend. And there was a quote in there that says a bathing suit is simply a piece of clothing that helps you enjoy your life. Plain and simple. We add so much baggage to things and it's a practice. It's seriously a practice, but don't let your insecurities stop you from enjoying your life. One thing that helps me is to just be really real, like with that swimming suit quote is like, I'll look at my legs and at first I'm like, you know, (laughs) where have you been? What has happened to you? But then I think these are my legs. These are what they look like right now. And I can't change it in this moment or in the next even few weeks. So do I let them just hang out or do I hide them? And just like, don't do anything fun or be overheated or something. You know, it's just like, 
I just, I don't know. It helps me to just be like, this is what I look like right now. And it's fine. And it's beautiful. And I think about all my body's been through and it's just, I don't know. I just get really real with myself and I kind of slap myself in the face and I'm just like, just go out there, show the world that you're strong and powerful and pale. (laughs) It's all good. So anyway, it's all a brain game, but hopefully it can become fun for you. And truthfully, everyone is so busy obsessing over their own bodies to really care what yours looks like. And anything they think about yours is just a projection of how they feel about theirs. So everyone's in their own little world anyway. So don't, don't worry about it. You are never going to be perfect at loving your imperfect body, but you can make it an intentional practice. Okay. See also from Instagram asks, how do you say no to wedding slash family stuff? So you don't overfill the calendar. This is a great question. And it's also a tricky one because you have to really weigh the pros and cons and because it's family and like big events with friends, it's a little bit more weighted, <laughs> but you still get to make a choice. So I would say list all of them out, get them all in plain sight and get real about what you can and cannot do. A lot of the problem of overcommitting is that we just forget and we don't see the big picture of all that we're committing to. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I have this thing and this thing. And how did it get this way is because we just didn't see it. So look at it, see how it feels in your body, see which ones that are really important that you go to and which ones are going to be okay. If you don't go to notice, I didn't say want or don't want, because sometimes with these events, it is really important that you're there, whether you totally love it or not. And that's just kind of how it is sometimes. And if you disagree with me on that, that's fine, but just make a choice about it and then stand by it. One thing that I found helpful with events that aren't as important, especially if they're like a a friend that I only kind of see sometimes like going to their wedding, I know that they're going to be so focused on their wedding. (laughs) They don't really care if I'm there or not. They've got other things to think about and should be thinking about. And so what I've done is I'll send a card with or a gift and then say, like, let's have an intentional time for the for us to hang out and celebrate your marriage when everything's said and done. And I found those experiences to be much more valuable than actually being at the wedding. So you get to be creative. If you can't show up in one way, how can you show up in another way? And at the end of the day, after you've trusted your gut on what events you're going to commit to and what you're not going to commit to stay with them and be okay with people's reactions. Some people might freak out and be mad, but that's okay. You've made your choice and you get to honor that. So yeah, to summarize, put it all out there, get clear on your commitments, leave yourself some wiggle room so you can say yes to maybe some spontaneous things and then be okay with the outcome. Trust the outcome and your relationships are going to last through that. And the reality is, is that if you just go because of FOMO or obligation, think about the kind of energy you're bringing to that event. So it, it is serving everybody if you honor your own decisions and what you're willing to be there for and what you're not willing to be there for. 
All right. I hope that's helpful. Last question. Kirsten from Facebook asks, what is your summer self-care routine? Well, Kirsten, thank you for asking, first of all. Second of all, I'm happy to answer this question because since I'm not going to be around talking about summer self-care too much, this will be a great way to get some points across. So my summer self-care in general, it's less of an actual like ritual and more of a frame of mind of how I make my decisions. And that is refueling. Summer to me is for refreshing and refueling and coming home to myself and the things that I love. As you may know, I live in Fargo, North Dakota, and we use all of our resources for survival in the winter. And so I really use the summer to prepare myself for the colder months and to just have fun. And especially this summer, I'm labeling it the summer of being boring. I really just want to be boring this summer. I want to be in nature, read fiction, work on some of the internal things that I mentioned with my business and just savor. I revolve everything around savoring the small and simple things and these little moments of pause because I know that those are the things that really fill me up and will help me have more reserves when the winter comes. So how that looks on a day-to-day basis, like in habit form, um, eating fresh, simple meals, getting outside, um, like parking further away, like just really embracing all of these extra moments of the outdoors, gardening, vitamin D, refueling, just soaking in it. And right now I'm using it as a time to establish habits that are harder to do when winter comes. And I've really been getting into exercising because I don't love exercising. And whenever I try to get an exercise routine in the winter, which is actually when it's more important to have more vigorous exercise, I can't do it. I'm stuck. (laughs) So I'm using this summer to get that habit going. Um, like formal, quick, simple exercise routines and get that habit there. So then in the winter time, I can level up. So that's kind of how I'm viewing the summer is what do I need to do right now to refill my cup, stock my internal pantry, if you will, and and chill. Just chill. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the beauty of seasonal practices is that I've already established like the time of day and some rituals that I really enjoy and I just swap them out with what I'm needing for this season. The the changing of the season is always an opportunity to change things up and modify without it being this big hoopla. So that's why my summer self-care list isn't that sexy, (laughs) but hopefully it's an example of, okay, where are we at? What do I want to accomplish this time of year? Because I know that in a few months, I'm going to be switching things up again and it's going to be time for something else. But if you want my advice, savor, savor, create your own version of what a summer break looks like and refill. And that's going to look differently for everybody. But 
that's what I'm up to <laughs> my own little ways. So that's all I got for you. Thank you for your questions. I love hearing from you and I'd love to hear what you think of this episode. And you can tag me on social media. I will be checking in every once in a while. So I do love hearing from you there. Um, and reach out via email, you know, get on my newsletter and, and respond there and we can have a personal conversation, which I think is great. And it, it does show me that I'm not alone. So call back to earlier in the episode. I do love being in community. So don't hesitate to let me know you're there and let me know your thoughts. And I hope this episode inspires you to take advantage of this lovely time of year, even if it can be hot and muggy and sticky and gross sometimes, <laughs> but get out, enjoy your community, ask for help, enjoy your body, enjoy your life. Try not to get too busy running around and savor the sweetness of summer. And please stay tuned. There will probably be a bonus episode or two over the summer that you won't want to miss. And I'm going to stay in your inbox with my newsletter. And I'm still here for you with my mentoring session. So if you if you want some more self-care support this year, when you have some more time and energy, we can do some one-on-one -on -one sessions and that might be really helpful. So don't be a stranger. And I can't wait to share with you all that I'll be brewing up with this podcast and beyond. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Randy Kay, a holistic wellness practitioner and educator. Through my online resources and one-on-one -on -one mentoring programs, I teach women holistic ways to tune into their inner wisdom and establish healing seasonal practices so they can know how to heal their own pain and feel healthy and at home from the inside out. And until we meet again, take good care and enjoy the journey.